Hey everybody, welcome back. I know it's been some time, it's been about a week or there at a little longer. Um, this last week and a half I've been very sick, me and my family. We've just been getting ourselves better and I'm hoping to get back to uh, podcast daily or every few days, but right now it's really rough and uh, going through a lot of stuff physically. So I just desire your prayers for me and my family and um, we just love you all. And But today is Easter. It's 2021 and it's Easter. It's a brand new day and it's close to 6.45 p.m. right now. We went through the day. We had dinner with family. We uh, had some gifts with each other. We flew some kites. We watched the resurrection. We did a few things together as a family, as tradition. But I want to do a podcast tonight for you. I want to read something to you. And um, I want you to think about a few things tonight. This is going to be in Luke chapter 23, verses 45 we're going to start at. And it says, And it was about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. And the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in the midst. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. Now when the centurion saw what was done, he glorified God, saying, Certainly this was a righteous man. And all the people that came together to that sight, beholding the things which were done, smote their breast and returned. And all his acquaintance and the women that followed him from Galilee stood afar off, beholding these things. And behold, there was a man named Joseph, a counselor, and he was a good man and just. The same had not consented to the counsel and deed of them, He was of Arimathea, a city of the Jews, who also himself waited for the kingdom of God. This man went unto Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. And he took it down and wrapped it in linen and laid it in a sepulcher that was hewn in stone wherein never a man before was laid. And that day was the preparation of the Sabbath drew on. And the woman also which came with him from Galilee followed afar and behold the sepulcher and how his body was laid. And they returned and prepared spices, ointments, and rested the Sabbath day according to the commandments. So we just read how Jesus has died. He is laying in a tomb right now. And uh, this man Joseph came along and, and purchased, made sure he had his body and prepared it and put it in a tomb. Now verse number 24 of Luke says, Now upon the first day of the week, verily, Very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living amongst the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words and returned from the sepulcher and told all these things unto the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary the mother of James and the other women that were with them which told these things unto the apostles. And their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed them not. So, here we are. 
I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because we all are very familiar with this, but I will talk about a couple things here. Here Jesus has prepared all these people. There was 12 of them, but now there's 11 because we know Judas had betrayed Jesus. That Jesus, that's how he died. So there's 11. So when it says the 11, that's why they're saying the 11, not the 12. They haven't got to Acts where they started to cast lots to get the 12th disciple yet. So here we are with 11 disciples. And here the women, after they went to the sepulcher to find the body of Jesus, to go there and put spices and stuff like that on there and the morn, his body was gone. The stone was rolled away. And so they ran back and told the 11 and all the rest of them what happened to Jesus' body. And they all thought it was like a fable. They didn't care. They thought it was idle tales, and they believed them not. Now, don't be too hard on yourselves, folks. Here we are in the year 2021. Jesus has wrote out the scriptures for us. We have the Bible in our hands. We go to church. We hear a preacher tell us things. I myself preach. I preach a lot of stuff out to people, and I watch how they receive it. Many times people just look at you, they are they say things like, I already know, I already know what it says, I don't need you to tell me, or they listen to what you say and then they just dismiss it. That's the same thing happening here, and it's nothing new. What's really odd to me is Jesus prepared all of them before he died, but yet they forgot everything until the angels showed up and said, hey, didn't Jesus say all these? And then when he, the, the angels told them, then they remembered what Jesus said. That's what they just said here in a few verses up. The angels had to remind them of a few things. And so now the women are coming back and telling them again here that the body of Jesus is gone and they're still not knowing the truth. They still don't believe it. Now, here we are in the year 2021 and we're going through a world pandemic, which I really believe it's a man-made pandemic. You can argue with that. You can say what you want. But a politics is totally involved in this, and you cannot say that it's not. I don't think if we had a world pandemic, if it was a true world pandemic, that politics would be involved. Politics should never be involved in something like this. Same thing with religion. Whenever politics meets religion, something's going to happen, and we're seeing it here. The politics of the day were the Romans. The Romans were the politicians of the day. The Jews were behind the scenes funneling money into the Romans, the to the Caesars and to all these corrupt men and they were funneling money back and forth for religious deeds to get their ways met and that's why Jesus died he died because people's politics beliefs were over overrunning the life of Jesus think about it Jesus was an innocent man even if he spoke things that nobody liked that does not deserve death nobody deserves to die just because you don't agree with what they say now, if somebody's saying something you don't agree with, just go away, walk away, go somewhere else, but don't harbor feelings and don't talk about killing somebody. Here, these guys were so mad that they wanted to kill Jesus. And they had a law that said they would even let a criminal go on behalf of this man if they wanted to. And they let Barabbas go and kept Jesus a prisoner, an innocent man. They, uh, they took a known killer and released him over Jesus because they did not like what he had to say. Politics, folks, are very dangerous. We are in an era that people are so blind, they have no clue what's going on. I know people that think they know what's going on, but they don't. They haven't got a clue. The Lord has prepared men for this hour we are in, and the men are walking a very lonely walk. They're walking a very lonely road. Not many people understand the suffering, the 
the punishment that they go through and what they're facing, the persecution, because of what they believe and what God has put inside of them to speak. But the truth is going to get out there, just like with this. Here Jesus is gone. He's gone. Simon, this this man gave a tomb, made sure Joseph had made sure he had a tomb, and it was never a body laid there. The body was put in there, but it was only for a, a short time because Jesus was not going to use that very long. He was going to rise from the dead, which he did. And as they came back to find that body, it was gone. They were looking for a dead body, which that's what humans do. They're used to looking for that kind of stuff. They're not used to something as glorious as a resurrected body. Like what Jesus did, this is pretty much the first time they've ever seen anything like that. Even the disciples that walked with Jesus were behooved. They didn't even understand what was going on. So don't be too hard on yourself in the year you're in because you don't get to see Jesus face to face. You have to trust him by faith. You have to trust the scriptures by faith. You have to hear the word of God. You got to receive it and you got to trust it by faith. And it's a hard thing to do when you can't see something, but that's what God is requiring from us. And so here, Jesus has has risen from the dead, which is the greatest thing that's ever happened for us. That's what makes us Christians. And that's what gives us our faith. That's what gives us our belief system. That we, when we die, will be rose from the dead. We will rise from the grave. We will not be lost. We will not go to hell. We will not be overtaken by the devil. But Jesus is going to resurrect us just like he did himself. He's going to raise us from the dead. He's going to take us into heaven. And we are going to be new bodies. We're going to have a new life with no sin, no sickness, no shame, no pain. All that's going to be wiped away. Now, isn't that a glorious day, folks? That is a glorious thing to think about. Now, that's what Easter is about, guys. I know we're drawing close to the end of Easter, and you should think about it like that. It has nothing to do with politics. Politics are always going to be there on earth, guys. It's always going to be there. There's always going to be politicians out there that are going to be lying. They're going to tell you just what they want you to hear. If you are agreeing with politicians right now, you might be already blindsided because they're telling you exactly what you want. And while you are smiling and loving them, they're reaching in your pocket and they're taking all your money. And you can say they're not and you're already fooled. That's all right. You can go that route. But I'm telling you to be careful. You have to be careful. The only one you trust is Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the only one that's going to tell you an honest thing. The Bible, just like I told the group the other night, is the most truthful thing that we have on earth. And it's something that you can guide your life by. You can always go back to the Bible and find out where the truth is and then mark your life off through that. But you don't do it through politics. You don't do it through a a group of people. You don't do it through anything else except for the Bible and the word of God. And you line your life up with that. And once you do that, you find out how to live. And if you don't know that, then you are lost. You are walking in a, in a circle. You're going down a, long, a wrong path. And you need to open your eyes up. You need to get to the word of God. And you need to find out what God has for you. God has a plan for each one of us. He has a plan for you today. Just specifically for you. For your life. Every one of us are going to die. We all have that time when it's going to be over for each one of us. We all doesn't matter if you're in the middle of a project. Doesn't matter if you're in the middle of a job. Doesn't matter even if you're preaching in the middle of a sentence. If it's your time to go, it's your time to go. We can't stop that. But what the great news is, is Jesus overcame death. And when we die, doesn't matter how much time passes from that moment until Jesus raises us, we are going to be risen from the dead. All of us are going to rise up from the dead and we're going to go into heaven and meet him. And we're going to be there together with him. 
and then there's a marriage supper of the lamb i can't wait can't wait to see y'all on the other side when we get there but until then we have a job we have a job to evangelize this world at all costs whatever it costs get the word out there and show the love of christ so i want you to think about these things today Spend a little bit of time thinking about the scriptures and how Jesus died on the cross and rose from the grave. Reflect on that today. Don't be too hard on yourself. Love one another. God bless.